This is not about freedom or personal choice. Take the vaccines! You are not working for Canada. You are working for your globalist partners, Mr. Trudeau. I, Justin P.J. Trudeau, do swear that I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Queen of Canada, her heirs and successors. Natural law, the key to preserving freedom and the maintenance of our life support system. As a society becomes more immoral, that society will become more enslaved. And now here's the host, Bill Hoy. Hello, anyone out there that's listening or watching. This is another Natural Law podcast episode. This is episode number 91. I'm the host, Bill Hoy. That's my name. My website is willhoy.com, and it's March 2023. And, well, this is going to be my last podcast. This is going to be it. Um, Once again... Uh, just to repeat, it's Natural Law, episode 91. My name is Bill Hoy. My website is willhoy.com. Just want to repeat those things and just say that, uh, yeah, this is it. This is my last podcast. <laughs> Not that anybody cares, but um, <clears throat> it's, uh, yeah, it's been uh, almost three years doing this podcast on and off. Um, and I just decided that I really can't commit myself to some, something regular, uh, something weekly or even bi-weekly. I mean, it's, 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 it's too much. I, I can't commit myself to that. So I'm going to stop doing the podcast. Um, maybe sometime. In the future, if we're all here, or if I'm here, um, I may start a Natural Law with Bill Hoy interactive live show, interact in some way via messaging or maybe phones or whatever. But um, yeah, just. Um, yeah, I mean, this is it you know, as far as the podcast, and it's been it's been a, a, a very interesting just about three years. But um, I'll get talk more about that in a bit. Just want to get through my content here, so I think that's all I got to say here. So, let me just uh, talk about the foundations of my work hitherto March 2023 and beyond. 
and it's going to be three primary things. It's going to be establishing the existence of free will. It's going to be establishing the existence of universal behavioral laws of objective morality. So once again, establishing the existence of a universal standard of moral laws. And number three, I'm going to be using harm reduction based solutions. That's walking a tightrope to solve problems in our world. And uh, while this is going to be the last podcast, as far as work, folks, I got so much work. Um, I'm not stopping doing this work, not by any means. I got I got so much work. Uh, I can't even. I got so much work. I can't even sleep. I wake up. I wake up in the middle of the night and start writing things down because I just got so much going on and so much going through my head. Um, just it's, it's I got so much work. So by any means, by no means am I uh, stopping doing his work. Um, um, I talked a little, little bit about it in the last po- podcast. Uh, I'm going to be doing another natural law uh, video episode uh, for uh, my website, and I'll probably put these video episode, episodes on other uh, other uh, mediums. I'll I'll be doing work on my website, linking, doing a lot of linking and stuff like that. Uh, um, getting back into the community here, uh, I've mentioned that mentioned that uh in periodic in periodic episodes but but in last in the last episode i mentioned that i'm getting back into my local public um um i guess community and uh in person uh putting my skin in the game um it's very important to get this work out to the masses of the world, but it's also important to work in your local community. Because let me tell you something, folks. When it when when the shit hits the fan, so to speak, that's a metaphor. But when things get really ugly, the people you're going to be dealing with first are the people in your community. So you might want to start waking them up as well. Um, I tried doing a little bit of that on some fronts in 2014, and that didn't work out. So I'm going to try it again, and this isn't going to work out either. But hey got to try so this is going to be the foundations of my work here like i said from march 2023 and beyond and that's establishing the existence of free will establishing the existence of a universal standard of moral laws and using my harm reduction not my harm reduction necessarily i mean harm reduction we all use harm reduction in, in our lives folks in in many things that we do but my idea of walking the tightrope, I guess, uh, a harm reduction based solution. I'm going to go over, uh, once again, once uh, uh, in this episode, I'm going over the foundations of, of what I'm going to be working on from now on. Um, and I've gone over this, many of the stuff before, but I'm just solidifying it and putting it together and, and just showing you what I'm going to be doing, um, uh, from now on. And, Let's go to here. So my focus will include three major societal problems, and that's going to be the drug overdoses, the child autism rates, 
and the veteran suicides. Um, once again, this is this is local work here, and this is mostly work that's confined to the U.S. But my work is is my work is international. My work my work is for all human species. Um, and I am going to be doing. I got a lot of plans. Got a lot of plans for for doing work that's going to apply to everybody in on this planet. But these are what I'm going to be focusing on in my local community. And well, folks, yeah. you know, I've been, I just um, I went to one community meeting recently, and you know, nothing nothing surprising. Um, I pretty much. Everything I saw, I pretty much expected. But um, I'll tell you this, folks. The truth is people really don't want to solve these problems. And if people really wanted to solve these problems, I'm talking about the mainly the drug overdoses, child autism rates, and the veteran suicides. If people really wanted to solve these problems, they wouldn't be getting worse. <laughs> you know, I mean, observe and discover, folks, you know. Uh, if people really wanted to solve these problems, they wouldn't be getting worse. So, I mean, really the, the, the first thing to focus on is do people really actually want to solve these problems? And really the, the, the short answer is no. It's just the truth, folks. And got to face it. So that's going to be my major focus. Let's move on. That's going to be my main solution there. I the walk in the tightrope there. I'm that's the method. I'm going to be trying to get people to understand. I'm going to go into a little bit of that once again. Like I said, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to do a little overview on the walk in the tightrope and. I really think harm reduction is the way to go. I really think harm reduction is the way to go. I mean, once again, with, I say once again a lot, folks, because I repeat things a lot. Um, so I know I say that a lot. Uh, with the problems in our society, harm reduction, I really think is the key and with the ingestion of toxic substances yes cessation is the best way to go but i do think to get to cessation meaning stopping uh, uh ingestion of a toxic chemical some type of harm reduction solution has to be applied i really do think so now once again hey uh people can just stop certain ingestion of toxins that, that, that can happen but i really think that for many of our problems harm reduction is is the way to go so that's what i'm going to be applying and i'm just moving on here so let's see what else i got here to talk about okay here's some other things i will mention that psychological children can handle and this this is going to be some tough stuff 
I'm bringing this to the public, good luck, man. I mean, people aren't going to be able to handle this, especially the many of the people I'm going to be working with are very much connected to the institutions of, of our society and world society. Um, there's many people in this community group that are work for the prosecutor's office. There's police, there's public school people, there's people that work for many of these behavioral health agencies that are very connected to pharmaceutical companies in various ways and in either ideology or in many ways directly connected to many of these doctors that promote various drugs or so-called medicines. So I'm going to be mentioning very difficult things that are going to be very difficult for people to handle. And once again, like I said previously, I don't even know if I'm even going to get this far probably with many people. Cause really once again, there, there's that once again, again, <laughs> I really don't think people want to solve these problems, mainly the drug overdoses, child autism rates, and the veteran suicides. I, I, don't, I really don't think people want to solve these problems. And I think the results show, I, I think the results clearly show that. I think it's, I think it's evident. People really don't want to solve these problems. Hmm. Just having a sip of my coffee. Once again, uh, for those of you listening, sorry for the periodic breaks. Um, so let's, let's, let's look at some of these other things that psychological children can't handle. Yeah, there it is. The left-right paradigm. For those of you watching, I have this chart that I've, uh, this cycle chart here that I put up past couple episodes and just haven't really gotten too much, gotten too much into to talk about. But I mean, I've, I've been over this in so many times in past podcasts. I mean, forget about it. I mean, and on the chart, you can see that the, the, um, the cycle starts moving to towards the right and of course I have the left liberals there first where many people would think well wouldn't you put the right and the right and the left and the left well I don't think so folks I think that this whole cycle starts with the dark occult the royals the vatican the rockefellers the Rothschilds, secret societies council on foreign relations world economic forum philanthropists like gates politicians we all know who they are um and it starts with the ideology of the left, the liberals. I really think that's the foundation. I think the leftist international socialism, i.e. communism, is the ultimate goal here. Goal here, And, and worldwide, of course, that's what international means. Um, and, and I really think that starts in the left. I really think the fundamental base is that neoliberal kind of concept. Um, and I've been over the traditional liberal and conservative uh, values, but I, I just want to just mention just real quickly that I think that this whole cycle really starts ideologically with the left and then it goes to the right, the, going around the circle, it moves to the right and the right, that the, the right, the conservatives, they're the pacifier. I think they're the pacifier. I think they're the ones that here, especially here in America and other Western countries, that are designed to keep the certain people who actually care a little bit about rights and stuff like that um, 
pacified. And of course, uh, I think the QAnon movement was a, a big part of that, that QAnon nonsense, the whole idea that the right people on the right side of the dichotomy um, were clinging to the fact that there's people within the government uh, that are gonna that are gonna infiltrate the leftist ideology and and save save America and folks that's a bunch of fucking nonsense okay um, and then of course it moves back to the to the left the liberals so the left feeds the right the right feeds the left and then the left then goes around to the right it's a cycle of each side feeding off of each other and then it goes all the way back to the dark occultists who are ultimately feeding off of everybody and really folks you can't have the left without the right or the right without the left they both they both depend on each other and that's why i've just been begging for these people on the right to just to at least uh, and really be great if we could start getting people on the right to just walk away from all this and and the people on the left who really aren't completely into the whole neoliberal uh, religion to move away from that. But um, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening, especially when you see all those retards that marched on the state house there, I'm, uh, you know, the right siders. I mean, uh, forget it. But folks, I said this repeatedly. Um, in the past couple episodes, what can a politician do for you that you can't do for yourself? I mean, think about it. A politician will tell you, well, I can lower your taxes, which is, is nonsense. But because once again, I've been over that folks in past episodes, taxes will always go up because that's how the whole system is designed. It's designed to continue going up. It, it, it can't not go up because if Everything has to continue going up. That that's that's the way the system's designed, from many different perspectives. Um, and I don't want to go com too completely into that. I just want to uh, just say, like, a politician will say to you, "Well, I, I can lower your taxes." Well, we can lower our taxes too, folks. We just refuse to pay, or we could look into other things inside the box kind of ways to reduce our taxes ourselves. There, there's there's various little ways. It, from an inside the box perspective to reduce your once again taxes is a euphemization it's robbery it's 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 slavery is what it is but and of course once again i've been over this uh, the <clears throat> the framers of our constitution uh, knew i i say knew that taxation was not a right that it that in in the article there, I forget what article it was on taxation. It says Congress has the power to levy poll tax or capitulation. It doesn't say Congress has the right. And that power was contested in Shays Rebellion. So we can reduce our taxes. We just don't pay. I mean, folks, we are who we've been waiting for. But people are not going to be able to see through this, folks. So I'll just continue banging my head on a wall with this one. So number one, people must be able to see through the scam. People must be able to see through the scam. It, it, it's the start of, to some kind of consciousness. And then number two, when they do see through the scam, 
they must remove their participation in it. That's a big one. Okay. Many people can actually see through this. Many people can see that both sides of this divide are evil and the whole lesser of two evils, lesser of two evils is still evil. And many people see that it's nonsense, but they still participate in it. Why? Because they think one, one reason is because they think that, well, these are the only people that can run our country. They're the best suited to run our country. Well, what do you mean run our country? Because really folks, Running the country means running us in our private lives. And I think we, I think we uh, saw that during the scandemic, okay? Governors telling people what they can and cannot do in their own residence. I mean, come on, folks. Well, let's get our head, heads out of our asses here. Um, what, what, they're, what, what people are talking about when they say running the country, really what they're talking about is running us. And folks, I don't need anyone to run me. Okay, I don't need anyone to run me. I can run myself. I know and understand morality. I'm a grown-up. I know not to initiate harm, and I know I have the right to, if someone initiates harm to me, against me, I know I have the right to defend myself. And I know no matter who that is, even if it's a police officer. It's just the truth, folks. I'm a grown-up. I don't need someone to manage my life. I know how to manage my life. I know how to behave. And I know other people don't. And when other people initiate harm, we deal with them. We punish them. That's how that works. Good God, how many fucking times have I said that? Um, let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. Take a look at this. For those of you listening, I have a picture of a sky that's been absolutely slaughtered by uh, airplane emissions, climate engineering programs, what people call chemtrails, absolutely trashed. I mean, this guy is, for those of you watching, can clearly see this guy is absolutely trashed. I mean, my goodness. I mean, how can somebody look at this and not, and, and even when they say, hey, don't worry, this is just condensation. I mean, my goodness, come on. I mean, this is crazy. Okay. People must be able to admit that this is pollution on a mass scale. This is just, folks, this is bare bones basic stuff here. Okay. Once again, we're dealing with psychological children. We're dealing with psychological children here. And, I mean, this is bare bones, bare minimum. I mean, people must be able to admit that this is pollution on a mass scale. If we can't even get that, which we, we can't even get that. We can't even get that. Number two, people must be able to accept that this is a change in weather. It's a change in weather, folks. Folks, when it's sunny and then it becomes mostly sunny, the euphemism that the weather, National Weather Service people uh, give to these kind of, in many cases, give to these trashed skies that we see that's a change in weather it's not sunny anymore it's now mostly sunny that's a change in weather and of course once again most mostly sunny is a euphemism but sunny to mostly sunny that's a change in weather it's not sunny anymore it's now mostly sunny that is a change in weather we have to deal with that and there are consequences for changing the weather folks and at bare minimum, 
And I know once again, for those, for my listeners, if I have any, I, I think I do, um, that, that you, you know, that the whole idea, I, I lost my train of, <laughs> I lost my train of thought, but the people must be able to accept that this is a change in weather and we, there are consequences for that. And those of you know that like what I'm proposing is to the public is to, Hey, let's, let's, let's call for a uh, oversight committee that is connected to the public. And what I was trying to, to get out there is for those of you who know about this stuff, you know, that's a joke. Okay. I mean, oversight committees are, are a joke, especially in this case, <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's a joke, but it's still something. It's still something. It still shows that at least people's consciousness is raising and people are saying, hey, you know, we should have some kind of oversight because once again, even if it is just condensation, which I absolutely do not think it is, <clears throat> um, at least m most of it, um, even if it is just condensation, that's condensation is damaging to the atmosphere, to chlorine and bromine, bromine ions. Um, and and that's still mass pollution, even condensation. The ice particles still have to attach to, attach to particulates. It, it, it's a mid stage called a uh, mid stage between I think uh, water vapor and, and, and uh, liquid. Um, I think it's deposition, and and um, we still have to. There are, there are effects, and we should have an oversight committee. But of course, once again, those of you who know something about all this stuff know that oversight committees are a joke but at least it's showing a, a, a sign of an elevation of consciousness and yeah good luck that's never gonna happen okay moving on so just uh back in 2014 i came out on the public scene i think i mentioned a little bit about that in the last episode and I was mainly call. I was trying to uh, make people aware of the underlying causes of the drug overdoses, the deaths and the drug overdoses. And I was branded by many morons um, to to be a marijuana legalizer, which of course marijuana once again is a slang term. It's cannabis is actually what it's called. Um, and what I was trying to tell people is that is that. legalizing something while i mean that could that could help to reduce some violence and maybe increase a little bit of people's feeling of having sovereignty of their body the answer is not in in so-called giving people a privilege to use mar marijuana i mean once again there's that the slang term cannabis um, that's not the answer. That's just, uh, may help things a little bit, but going even deeper than that, the very concept of bodily sovereignty is what's the primary problem here. And feeling that we have to ask for permission to engage in a natural right. That's the whole underlying causal factor of these drug overdoses. The fact that these people, all of us, once again, this isn't just the drug overdosers, this is all of us. We don't even truly own our own bodies. And like I said in my article that I've read from, 
when we don't even own our own bodies, which is the closest thing to us besides our mind, we own nothing. And that's, a, that's the underlying cause. So legalizing something, which is asking for permission from a ruling class to engage in a natural right, is absolutely not just not the answer, but it's part of the problem. It's a, the, a big part of the problem, especially when, it, when you're asking for the privilege to, to put something into your own body. I mean, think about that, folks. So what I'm trying to say here is that I never even ever, 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 ever mentioned in any of my writings or, or never even stated in any of my statements back when I was in the public scene talking to local groups supposedly ostensibly trying to help with the drug overdoses never did i mention anything about legalizing cannabis ever never did i utter a word to anyone i was talking to in any way in writing or verbally never and i was called a marijuana legalizer and because the people who were calling me a marijuana legalizer were fucking idiots and i hope I hope the person who was caught, one main person who was uh, calling me that, I hope he hears that. And I hope he wants me to say that to his face because I'm not really into going up to people and calling pe people really nasty names to their faces. But in this case, I will definitely uh, call him that to his face. But in other cases where I've called people names and stuff, I would really just if they came up to me and said, hey, did you say this on your podcast? And if I said it, I would I would stand by it. I would stand by it in people's faces. And if they wanted me to say it to their face, I would. But I don't really want that's not really something I do in in front of people, because when I'm out trying to work with people, I'm, I'm trying to. Once again, I'm talking to babies, a, a baby's not going to be able to handle that, but. So I definitely stand by how I feel about that. And I would definitely say that to somebody's face. And once again, anything I say on these podcasts, I'll stand by it. I mean, unless I'm wrong about something and somebody shows me, hey, look, you're wrong about this. I would say, okay, I'm wrong. If I saw that, looked into it and saw that I was wrong, I would say, okay, I'm wrong. And I would, I would admit it. But if I'm right about something, <clears throat> even if I call somebody a name, a moron, a retard, a fucking asshole or whatever. I'll stand by that in, in, to somebody. I'll stand by that to their face. I'll stand by that to their face. And whatever the consequences are, let them be the consequences, man. But so here I am in 2023 and uh, coming back out into the public sphere, I guess, so to speak. Um, I guess a sphere. What is a sphere? Is a circle? I don't know. Is Maybe that's that is that is what the public is, right? A sphere, a circle, circular reasoning, right? I guess I don't know, but um, 2023, I'll probably be called a anarchist or a conspiracy theorist. And as far as anarchist folks, if that's what you want to call me, go ahead and fucking call me it, okay? Um, I don't call myself an anarchist, but folks, really in truth, when it comes to anarchy. Anarchy really all all that there is, and really we all, really to be honest with you, we're all really in nature humans anarchists because we all just do 
what we do, what we want to do during our daily lives. We, we all just live our daily lives. And, and, you know, it's not like we have a politician and an enforcer living in our homes with us. Not yet. Um, I mean, of course, that'll probably be like the movie 1984 with, with the movie screen and all that shit. But um, we don't have a politician and an enforcer living in our homes with us, following around our house saying, oh, nope, you can't do that. Oh, nope, you can't do that. We, we all do our own things throughout our daily lives anyway. And that's really, that's what anarchy is. It's just really, it also refers to like, like with a monarchy or an oligarchy, that's humans ruling over other humans. Um, either one human ruling over all humans, monarchy or multiple humans ruling over other humans, which is what we have oligarchy in our world society today that's the that's basically like the trans that's like the new world order i guess um instead of the old world order with single kings now it's the new world order multiple kings um but really anarchy is what we do all in our in our daily lives and what i'm coming out into the public sphere and proposing is that all these institutions that we all hold dear um to us, like public schools, police, uh, um, I'll say pol politicians and, and representation and all that kind of stuff. Um, also, things like the FDA and CDC, stuff like that. We can have all that stuff. We can have all that stuff. We just have to remove the idea that certain people have the right to issue commands and that it is an obligation of the people who are who are um, subservient to those people issuing commands it's it's their obligation to obey and also it's a virtue to obey and enforce the 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 uh, rules that for, for certain uh, people who people believe have the right to make uh, um, um, who have the right to dictate to others um, that really has to go away we can have all these institutions we hold dear in fact that's really my position we can you know we can have police we can have police we can have public schools we we can have um, um, representation we can have a, a FDA local uh, most of it would have to be localized and not top-down centralized but we can have all these things we can have all these things in our society we can have all the things we hold dear in our society we can have them we just got to get rid of the whole concept and idea that certain human beings have the right to rule over others that's it we're all equal in rights we're all equal in rights and each What's right for one person is right for a thousand people, and what's right for a thousand people is right for one person. Same with a million people. What's right for a million people is right for one person. What's right for one person is right for a million people. What's wrong for a million people is wrong for one person. What's wrong for one person is wrong for a million people. Once again, objective morality. When it comes to objective morality, when it comes to subjective um, things, that's different. Okay, when it comes to morality, that's what I mean. When it comes to morality, objective morality, what's wrong for a million is wrong for one. What's wrong for one was wrong for a million. 
okay? But when it comes to ethics and integrity, that you can you can add some subjectivity in there and that could be more aligned with cultural norms and mores and stuff like that. But folks, we can have we can have all these institutions that we hold dear. We can have them all. We can have them all and that's what I'm proposing. And we just have to remove the idea that there's an overarching ruling class that dictates to us, for example, here in Barnegat, New Jersey, where I live, where many of our institutions are taking orders from people in Washington, D.C. that have never even been in Barnegat, New Jersey. Don't, don't, they don't know our community. They don't know what we have going on here. And, and, and we shouldn't be beholden to these people. We shouldn't feel that we're beholden to these people. We shouldn't feel obligated to, to obey their commands. We should say, hey, we people of Barnegat, we know what's best for Barnegat. We people of Ocean County, we know what's best for Ocean County. You don't know what's best for Ocean County. And this applies to everyone all over the world. Folks, take a look at what's going on in this world. We're becoming increasingly centralized towards a one world government. And once again, all you people out in your countries, England, Brazil, wherever you are, you can see this happening. You can see the centralization in your own country. And then of course, we all saw the centralization with the scandemic where once uh, I, I remember I mentioned that I was listening to a independent researcher from India and he was describing the very exact same things that they were doing in India during the scandemic, all the bullshit with the masks and the fucking shields and, you know, you know, the face shields and the shields in front of fucking people and shit that we, they were doing the same things in India that we were doing in Barnegat, New Jersey. I was just like, dude, this is a worldwide thing. The whole world was marching in lockstep. Look into the, to the Rockefeller, um, 2010, May 2010 document in the subsection lockstep in lockstep. We have to stop this and we stop it not just by not complying with these garbage bags of the WEF and, and all that, which there's, once again, the dark occultist secret societies, there's a lot to talk about there. But we start by doing that here in our local communities and saying, look, we're not beholden to anyone. We're not beholden to Trenton, so to speak, the, the capital of New Jersey. We're not beholden to Washington, D.C., the capital of, of the, the United States. We're, you know, we know what's best for us here in our community. We know what's best for us in our county. <clears throat> and we can work together as people with all the same rights. But good luck. And then also there's conspiracy theorists that I'll be called. And folks, I'm not going into that. I've been over that. Folks, open up, open up a fucking history book. Okay. And our whole entire human history is a big conspiracy. Okay. Come on. All right. It's time to get over that conspiracy theory baby shit. I've been through that so much. I'm not even going through that. Moving on. Yep. Yep. I definitely want to say this here. Okay. And this is going to be harsh and I don't care. 
I don't care. This is the truth. And for those of you watching, you can obviously see what I have. That's a picture of me. That was a picture of me 20, I don't know, something like seven years ago, something like that, 27 years ago. That was me. That was me. And I'm going to say it, idiot order follower. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Once again, I've said this a million times. People don't want to work with me. I'm not working with him. Don't work with me then. Don't work with me then, pal. Don't work with me then, woman, man. Don't work with me. I don't care. Order followers are the number one problem. And once again, and it's not even just the military. It's order following. I just went through that. The whole compartmentalization. The talking about talking about um, our institutions, our local institutions taking orders. It's it it, it it's not just. It's not just the worst. It's not just the worst of the worst, which are the the military order followers. And for those of you who think you're a real American, folks, <clears throat> you might want to look in a history book because if there if this is in history books anymore, you you really might have to look for this. But the founders of America definitely were opposed to a standing, active, professional military, especially one that gets involved in foreign foreign affairs. We were warned. We didn't listen. So here's a, for those of you listening, a picture of me when I was an idiot order follower and I'm saying something and I say, don't blame me for my own actions. Blame my commander. It's his fault. It's not my fault that I cannot think for myself. I'm not really a total moron. No, I'm a hero. Folks, time to wake up. And then I have some writing here that I say, for those people who do not agree with me, that's fine. Look, you don't want to agree with me, don't agree with me, okay? Uh, I'm not going to get upset. Well, I'll get upset, but I'm not going to get visibly upset. For those people who do not want to investigate into the information I present, fine. Folks, uh, I'm, I'm used to it, okay? I say things to people, they roll their eyes, and, you know, that's fine. Uh, that's, I'm used to it. I don't care. Like I said... I'm coming out into the public scene. I'm still going to be doing work. Um, I'm trying to put out information to the masses, of course. But I'm coming out on a local scene, and nobody's going to want to deal with it, look into anything that I present. And you know what? Fine. So for those people who want to mock me, I'm calling you a moron and a retard. If people are going to mock me, folks, I've done a lot of work. I've sacrificed my life trying to wake people up and do the right thing for humanity. And if people are going to mock me, I am going to come back at you. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're from the prosecutor's office. I'm coming back at you. I don't care if you're a police officer. I'm coming back at you. I don't care if you're in a public school system. I'm coming back at you. Okay? You want to mock me? I'm coming back at you. And you're not going to like what I say about you. Because I'm going to tell you what you are. And that's a moron and a retard. And I'm going to get specific. I'm not just going to call you a moron and a retard. I'm, I'm going to be very specific and I'm going to tell you how you're a moron and a retard. Okay? I'm going to tell you how you don't even know that you're a moron and a retard. You think you're smart. I'm, I'm going to put you in your place. You want to mock me. I will put you in your place. But look, if you don't want to agree with me, don't agree with me. You know, even if people scoff at me and like get mad at me, I, I, that won't upset me. I, I, I won't insult anybody. Um... Um, cause I expect, I expect people to react, um, um, 
with their defenses up and stuff like that. I'm expecting that. And that's actually that's actually kind of a good thing because that's part of the learning process. First, people had to have that initial reaction that, oh, my God, and put their defenses up and, and get nasty. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get upset at that because once again, that's a part of the learning process. That's fine. But if people are going to mock me and try to make jokes about me, try to try to try to clown me, a, bun a, a bunch of clowns trying to fucking clown me, I'm going to put you in your place and you're not going to like it. And I don't care who you are. Once again, you want to initiate violence against me? Go ahead and fucking initiate violence against me, you piece of shit. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of police. I'm not afraid of the prosecutor's office. I'm not afraid of the sheriffs. I'm not afraid of state police. I'm not afraid of the governor. I'm not afraid of the president. Fuck you. What are you going to do? Kill me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Be doing me a favor. So, so there it is. You know, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. That's me. So, you know what? I forgot to finish up. Let me let me let me just finish up the last uh, part of that uh, uh, message there. For those people who want to mock me, I'm calling you a moron and a retard. Okay? Try not to get too offended. If you do, then I do not care. Once again, getting offended—that's that, a part of the learning process, folks. That, that that that's now of course this is a different situation if someone's mocking me. But you know, I come back at you. I'm going to tell tell you what you are. But as far as people scoffing and getting angry. That's that's not a problem. That's not a problem. That's good. Uh, uh, that that's a part of the learning process. Okay, so if you want to get offended, if you do, then I do not care. And I in I say this in in conclusion. I used to be a moron, and used to be is underlined. I used to be a moron. That's me right there. That's proof. And a retard. I wised up, folks. I wised up. I looked myself in the mirror and said. I was a I was a moron and a retard. Look at me. Look at my face. Look at my stupid fucking face. Idiot. That's a moron right there. Brainless. Brainless moron. That was me. I wised up, folks. We can all change. We can change. Folks, we can fix these problems in our world. I mean, once again, the longer we wait, the more we may not be able to salvage in many ways our health our ecosystem stuff like that but we can solve these problems folks i really i really think we still even at this late hour can solve these problems i still think we can my message isn't all doom and gloom folks folks the human mind is so amazing and intelligent I, the things that we're capable of, we don't even we don't even know the things that we're capable of doing. But we do have some some clues. Look into the works of Nikola Tesla. I mean, look at what the human mind can can accomplish. It's amazing what we can accomplish. It's amazing. Look at look into uh, 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 emotional healing, like when someone's sick and someone just holds their hand. The power uh, that we the power that we humans have. Because we have a soul and a spirit and we have an intelligence, that intelligence, that free will. And, and, and we have amazing powers, but also, unfortunately, our intelligence can be used against us. You know, because we use that intelligence to think that we can just decide what right and wrong is when it comes to objective morality. And no, there's consequences for that, folks. There's consequences. 
there's there's consequences for that. We have to align with the universal uh, objective standard of, of behavioral laws. Um, and when we don't, there's consequences. Um, so yeah, that's it. Don't blame me for my own actions. Blame my commander. Imagine that. Don't we teach children to be responsible for your behaviors, but then we teach them when they join the military that they're not responsible for their behaviors. We got a lot of problems, folks. A lot of cognitive dissonance in our society. We we, we got to start to straighten that out. At least become at least become uh, uh, conscious of that. Okay. Well, let's get real here. But I'm going to move on from this. Really, I just wanted to put this up just to get people to understand that. Yeah, I said a lot of insulting things about people, but you know, I was also uh, one of those idiots and morons that I talk about a lot. Okay. So I just want to put this to rest, put this to bed once and for all. Good news for all racists. I got I got to keep saying this, especially here in Ocean County, New Jersey, where I live. Um, I mean, I've, I've said this so many times. Ocean County should be in Mississippi. Ocean County, New Jersey should be in Mississippi. I don't know. I think, once again, I think there was maybe like a volcano and exploded and blew a big chunk of land in, in, from Mississippi and it landed in New Jersey or something because Ocean County, New Jersey should be in, in, in Mississippi. The, Ocean County, New Jersey is pro, could be very much one of the most racist, what's called racist, um, county in, in the whole country. Um, it's really bad and that's saying a lot. <laughs> that's saying a lot, folks. But, but, but anyway, um, so good news for all racists. I got to go over this again because this is this is a tightrope solution, folks. We don't have to be all best friends. It, number one, it is possible to dislike other people with different skin colors, cultures, norms, and mores, and still live in a free society and peaceful society. We can be peaceful. We can hate each other and still live, live in peace. Imagine that shit. Number two, you can even hate other people with different skin colors, cultures, norms, and mores. Yeah, folks. You can hate them, hate their guts, hate their guts. Number three, all that is required is for people to avoid the initiation of physical harm towards those they hate. Do not support the initiation of physical harm towards your hated group. Do not facilitate or incite the initiation of harm. Once again, I'm saying the initiation, folks. Initiation of physical harm towards your, your hated group, okay? I have in initiation underlined and capitalized, okay? So, yeah, man. I mean, isn't that great news? We we can have we can have a successful human society and still hate people with different skin colors and cultures and all that stuff. Just don't initiate just don't initiate harm. And the big one is in my little example I went over that. I'm not going to completely go over it again, but do not use the state to initiate violence. See, that's that's a big problem. See, that's a big problem. People think, well, I don't I don't initiate physical harm to towards people with different skin colors, and I don't support or facilitate that or incite that. Actually, yes, you do. If you use the state, they they but what it, what it is is they use the state to initiate violence and duress and coercion against their hated group. Okay, and 
but they don't look at that as an initiation of harm because they think this the state they they look at that as legitimate oh that's legitimate that's that's and it's not legitimate and folks this is what we this is what i've talked about in bringing back our communities and bettering our communities and stopping all this the suffering that that we're dealing with <clears throat> okay um um, the, 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 the biggest problem is, is that we have to remove the state from everything. We can have public schools. We can have police. We can have, uh, I guess, representatives. I don't want to say politics. Politics is a religion. Politrix. Uh, that, the guy's name is Truth Seeker. He says that. Uh, Politrix. I like that. Um, we can have all these things. We can have CDCs, FDAs, all this stuff. We can have these things. Okay, but we have to remove that centralization, that ruling class, that state. We have to remove the state from it. We got to remove the state, and then we run our communities ourselves. Okay, and we don't have to have that compartmentalization. We can have structure. Nothing wrong with structure. We can have structure. Nothing wrong with that. I'm all for structure. But we don't need the 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 uh, the compartmentalization. So yes, don't use the state to initiate violence towards those you hate, like in the case of, uh, like with the left-right paradigm, how they play the whole immigrants from Central America, mainly Central America and Mexico, against against each other. The the left-sided morons they supposedly it, it's a mess. Am I getting am I getting to that? I am going to get to that. I am going to use that example. But once again, don't use the state to initiate harm. Uh, for example, um, one good example would be the uh, drug rules called laws that people with light skin support, knowing that people with dark skin are incredibly affected by these rules called laws, like the the whole, the the crack cocaine uh, rule called law that Joe Biden was was very much behind, by the way, that was a part of the 1994 crime bill, um, that uh, like a possession of a super small amount of some little crumb of, of some substance uh, can get you put in a cage for a very long time. And that affected people with dark colored skin much more than people with light colored skin and people with light colored skin um, supported that because they hated the people with dark colored skin. And once again, don't use the state to initiate violence. You can see the people with light skin can still hate the people with dark skin. Just don't support the initiation of violence against them. It's really not that hard, folks. So, looking at some tightrope solutions, I'm just putting this to rest, all this stuff. So, number one, I, I just want to, once again, reiterate, discrimination just means to discern, to choose, to make a decision based on prejudice. Discrimination doesn't mean bad, really, or good, okay? But discrimination can be bad. It can be good. It can be bad. And prejudice, that's not good or bad either. Prejudice just means to prejudge based on preferences. Prejudice could be bad or prejudice could be good. And then 
There is no such thing as race, folks. I, I, are you smarter than a fifth grader? I've been over this. I mean, it's just, it's just the truth. There's only one human species, okay? It's just the truth, folks. I'm going to be doing more work on this because this is a big one. Uh, um, in the future, I'm going to be doing more work <coughs> on this, most definitely, because because this is a big problem. This is a big problem. And once again, people think that just because you don't like a particular group of people that you should support violence against them. And no, no, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. That's 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 a part of the problem, not not the solution. <clears throat> Once again, the initiation of violence. I want to be clear about that. And of course, violence really, in its truest definition, is an initiation because violence really means to violate. I mean, yes, violence and physical force are the same thing, but pretty much. But when someone harms someone physically, that's physical force. But of course, if someone is initiating they're violating someone's rights okay hence that is violence but so number two the mainstream media and politicians will always propagate the supposed need for violence to be used against hated groups folks the mainstream media has got to go if we're going to wake up the mainstream media has got to go it's got to go by the wayside if we can't move away from the mainstream media we're finished we're finished so number one, immigrants is automatically assumed to mean mainly Mexican and Central Americans. So immigrants can also be assumed to mean terrorists. It's those, it, that's that mass mind manipulation, the throwing, the, the propagandists, they throw words out there and that can mean several different things, but of course they guide people's consciousness into thinking through the mainstream media, through to thinking that immigrants means certain um, individuals. Um, so the media creates scenarios where supposedly immigrants are living an extravagant life at the expense of the taxpayer's money. Folks, let me tell you something. When it comes to, to what's called taxpayer euphemism, taxpayer money, okay? Folks, when somebody demands money from you with threats and ultimately if you completely refuse to comply, the threat of violence, okay, kidnapping you and throwing you in the cage, all right? Even if you say, hey, you know what? I'm glad to give these criminals my money, okay, that are threatening me. I'm glad to give you my money. Even when you do that and you give that money away, it's not your money anymore. And you know what? Even if it was a mutual voluntary transaction, where there were no threats against you and you just gave them your money to to hey spend this money on this once money is not in your possession anymore it's not your money anymore but especially if you're under duress whether you want to think so or not it's not your money anymore folks it's not your money it's their money whoever's stealing it from you especially in a case of somebody putting you under duress with threats of violence 
and you're giving your money to them under duress, that's not your money absolutely at all. And the question is, who's really spending your supposed money? Are immigrants demanding money from you? Are immigrants putting the American public under duress with the possible threats of fines, imprisonment, and other forms of coercion and violence? Taxation is not voluntary because even when I am under the threat of violence, <clears throat> I do volunteer to give my money, but I am volunteering to be robbed and I'm volunteering to give my money because I don't want harm to be engaged, initiated against me which it already is being initiated because the duress is the initiation of harm. Folks, we've got to start getting this. We've got to start getting this. I'm telling you, folks, we have to start getting this. We have to. And let me tell you something, folks. It is not a right behavior on both sides. The coercers... That's not the people coercing people to give up their money. And of course, I've been through what this really this process really is, this so-called taxation, the euphemism, what this process really is. It's a claim of ownership on our bodies, on our time, our energy. It's, a, it's slavery, folks. It's a claim of ownership on our bodies. And try to fucking tell this to people, man. Try to fucking tell this to people. Good luck. Hey, this is slavery. Yeah, right. Ain't happening. You're not going to see it. No, it's not. I volunteer to do this. Okay, even if you do volunteer, you're still under duress. You're still under duress. And what if it comes to the time where you can't pay? Guess what? Just like in the movie Goodfellas, fuck you, pay me. Remember that? Remember that movie Goodfellas where the narrator was describing Ray Liotta was narrating it um, narrating as I guess Henry Hill and and um, he was telling you how the mob operates when you owe money to the mob they don't care about your problems fuck you pay me and folks our government is a mob okay all governments are a mob. Government itself is mafia. The idea that certain human beings have the right to rule over others. That's mafia. That's what mafia is. Mafia goes all the way up to the Vatican, folks. The Vatican's the mafia, the head of the mafia. God, people don't even know what they don't know, man. People don't even know what they don't know. But folks, the person who's paying, that's not a right behavior either. When somebody threatens me and says, you need to give me money or I'm going to make you pay more money. And if you don't pay that more money, eventually down the line, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to take you to a cage. And if you don't want to go to a cage, I'm going to forcefully take you to a cage. And if you resist, I'm going to engage in violence against you and even kill you <clears throat> okay even when i when i say okay i'm gonna pay because i don't want to be eventually killed here 
that's still a wrong behavior. It's really the right behavior is to say, no, I'm not paying. And when somebody comes to initiate violence against you, you fight them. That's the right behavior. And how many people can wrap their minds around that? Forget about it, man. It's a joke. How many people can wrap their minds around that? Fucking nobody. That's, that's the answer to that question. Worldwide. Folks, the things I'm describing right now are worldwide. This isn't just America. This is worldwide. It's unbelievable. But no, that's a wrong behavior. I'm engaging in a wrong behavior paying taxes. I'm engaging in a wrong behavior. I'm doing it because I don't want to have violence engaged against me. But it's a wrong behavior. It's not a right behavior. That's not a right behavior. So folks, it's a wrong behavior, incorrect, objectively moral behavior. Once again, this is not my opinion. This is objective morality. Do not initiate physical harm to another sentient being. Threatening people and putting them under duress with the eventual threats of violence. And as we all know, actors for this entity called government have actually engaged in violence against people for not paying. So we know that they're serious. We know they're serious. Folks, you can go all the way back to Shays Rebellion. You can go all the way back to Shays Rebellion. Probably the last time Americans ever said, no, we don't want to pay. And when the state came to collect and say, you're either going to pay or you're going to a cage, the, the men of Shays Rebellion fought. Probably the last time that ever happened. Probably the last time it ever will. And, you know, it's, it, it's a wrong behavior on both sides. It's wrong to coerce people with the threat of violence. And once again, as we know, this violence will be carried out. It has in the past. We know that they're serious. We know that they're coming. You don't want to, eventually you don't want to pay down the line here in America. They're coming and who knows how quick that could be in other countries. That's a wrong behavior. And us complying with it is a wrong behavior. Once again, I understand why we comply. I comply. I understand why we comply. But it's still not a right behavior. It's a wrong. And I really wanted to hammer this. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm spending a little time on this. Because I really wanted to hammer away at that. I really wanted to hammer away at that. And I just haven't gotten a chance in the past uh, couple episodes. And I wanted to say that before I completely cut out. And I've said all this stuff before. But I don't think I completely put it together just like this. And especially talking about the both sides uh, of the equation. And... Folks, once again, the ruling class only does what it does because we comply. That's it. We comply and we enforce. We don't just comply. We enforce this stuff on ourselves. We saw that. How about with the scandemic? And by the way, with the scandemic stuff, folks, I just want to mention gain-of-function research. And I mentioned this before, but I want to mention this again. The gain-of-function research, yeah, it was a scam. The whole idea that it was a horrible pandemic. And the virus was killing so many, so many people. The, the, the actual death rate of the coronavirus, which once again, a coronavirus is just a head cold 
This was created in a lab, a SARS-2 component, severe acute respiratory syndrome component was added to it. But <clears throat> that's gain of function research. And but that that was only a 1%, I think the term is kill rate. Once again, you gotta remember these are weaponized viruses. They're weapons. There's there's viruses, at least from what I've heard, and I, I would be willing to bet this is true. I know gain of function, I've looked deeply into that. But right now, from what I'm hearing, there's uh, viruses out there that in these gain of function uh, bioweapons level four labs that could have, a, once again, this SARS-2 coronavirus only had a, like a 1% kill rate and death rate, kill rate. Um, and there's, there's some diseases that they've created out there that have 10, 20, even 60% kill rate. Keep that in mind. So for all of you, ah, ha, 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 scamdemic, what a joke, folks, they got viruses that could wipe the fucking mat with all of us. And once again, even if they don't intend to release it, what if it gets out accidentally? Game over. Especially the 60% kill rate. Game over. Keep in mind that the U.S. has 30 bio, web, bio four, level four bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. What's up with that? But folks, this, this virus was created in a laboratory. And this gain of function research is real. And I wanted to say something else, but I, I forgot about it, but I, I'm getting off on a tangent here. This what let me get back let me get myself back uh <clears throat> so called so to speak get my bearings back i was talking about the co the complying and the enforcing and with the sars2 shit the police i've been over this so many times the police were, weren't aggressively enforcing this stuff we the public enforced all this stuff on ourselves and that's the point here especially going back once again to the taxation, euphemism uh, for robbery and extortion, um, and duress and violence. Um, we we enforce this stuff, and we comply with it and enforce this stuff on ourselves. And we're really the most to blame. That's how beha natural behavioral laws work. It's the behaviors. It's the behaviors. Once again, like with my little... Uh, meme there with me 27 years ago as a idiot order follower saying don't blame me for my own behaviors blame my commander no folks no we got to get over that we got to lose that we're all responsible for our behaviors whether we want to acknowledge it or not we're all responsible for our behaviors these are natural behavior laws these are laws that exist in the universe and they're binding and these laws don't fucking care they don't care about your fucking intentions. Laws don't care about somebody's fucking intentions. If I go walking, if I decide to jump off a seven-story building and my intention is to fly, the law of gravity is not going to give a shit. The law of gravity is going to take me and, and slam me onto the pavement, and I'm going to I'm going to go splat. That's how these laws work. So I think I'm, I'm going to 
finish I'm gonna put this to rest and ah boy man taxation good luck and but let's see I think I got something else here yeah once again this is my example and the propaganda propaganda the Mexican and Central American immigrants are receiving luxurious benefits at so-called taxpayer expense that nonsense and then of course the targeted groups <clears throat> once again this is this is a propaganda that that targets the right side of the political dichotomy and the liberals and the immigrants are deemed as the bad people and folks the root cause root cause for all you people on the right and I'm going to say idiots folks I'm going to be bluntly honest with you anyone who participates in the left-right paradigm is dumb I'm so, uh, folks it's got to be said that way it's got to be said that way folks really politics our whole what we call politics is a complete religion and absolute idiocy but for people that can't even see through the left-right paradigm you're just you're you're either incredibly stupid or you're a fearful child because once again there's the stupid people that just can't see through it and then there's the fearful people who can see through it but still participate in it so root cause taxation is robbery when the state acquires your money by coercing threatening and robbing you the money taken is no longer yours and really that's in the case even if you give it away uh, it's a voluntary transaction it's just the truth folks whatever little amounts of money the state may give to refugees yes that's what they are the refugees folks are not immigrants from Mexico and Central America is not your money anyway and think about this simple concept folks even in let's say it's even in a voluntary transaction both from both ways okay no coercion at all if someone is using the money I give them to do things that I do not agree with I'm not going to give them my money anymore folks if someone's even if you want to believe that you're you're being a, a good citizen by paying your taxes and, and, and you're you're doing your duty and, and you're you're volunteering because you want to help I, I don't know help the rulers rule over the world um, you, you should still I mean if if they're doing things with the money that you don't like don't give him your fucking money anymore you ever think about that good luck all right that's it I'm done with this all right just want to say this one more time subjective morals will create violence folks they will because once again people feel that when somebody engages in a, in a more immoral behavior <clears throat> something that's not moral that they should be punished and many times they should be punished by defensive physical force and they're right there but once again when people have subjective views of morality what ends up happening is the initiation of harm ends up happening much more than defensive force when people think that ingesting a substance into your body or not ingesting a substance into your body is immoral then they're going to want physical force 
to, to be used against those people to punish them. And while they think they're doing something moral, they're not because morality is objective, it's universal and they're laws. And when you think that something is an immoral behavior when it's really not, when it's actually a moral behavior, when you use physical force, you're now initiating harm against that person. And it's just the truth. It's just the truth, folks. Morality is objective. And look at, look at the people in Nazi Germany. They all thought that they were doing the right thing, or at least, you know, being apathetic, willfully ignorant. They all had subjective views of morality. They felt that the Jewish people were immoral and that they should be punished by being taken away and, and confined in prisons. And what was happening? There was, they were initiating harm against the Jewish people, doing horrendous things to them. And not just Jew, Jewish people, but when people's morals are subjective, there will be violence. There will be violence, period, end of story. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. Once again, we use our minds to try to invent ways around it. There's no fucking way around it. When people's morals are subjective, there will be violence and it will be out of line with objective moral laws of freedom and the consequences will be suffering, violence, chaos, and slavery. That's it. Period. All right, let's move on. So I'm just going to go over a little bit here of just walking the micro tightrope. All right. And this is where I'm going to be finishing up just doing some tightrope stuff. And that's going to be it. Um, this is going to be the basis of what I'm going to be working on from here on. And this is what I have a picture here is a uh, uh, stick person here um, standing on the middle line of the tightrope in between the red total slavery and the blue, infinite awareness, uh, which the red is wrong and correct, behaviors that initiate harm to other sentient beings, and the right and and the blue is right, correct be behaviors that do not initiate harm to other sentient beings. And this individual is standing on a tightrope, any swaying that he or she, whatever, it is generally this stick figure, I think represents a he. Um, so this, this, I'm not trying to be gender neutral here, folks, I'm not a fucking stupid idiot shit. Um, but um, this individual is swaying side to side and that's, I'm trying to represent, they're swaying side to side between the total slavery and the infinite awareness, the right correct and the wrong incorrect. Um, Walking the micro tightrope, and that's, we have to walk the micro tightrope inside of ourselves first. All this starts inside of ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, intentions, and behaviors. And once again, this comes to the people trying to at least 
I mean, look, these people, I, I went to one of their centralized meetings where they all come together and talk a little bit about what they're working on. And I mean, they're doing some nice things. Look, folks, I mean, it's nice stuff. I mean, folks, if they're... If these people weren't out there, it would be fucking nobody, okay? So, folks, let me tell you something. What we got out there, whether they're ostensibly trying to do something or maybe actually trying to do something or whatever, that's all we got. <coughs> that's the best of the best because nobody else gives a flying fuck, okay? So that's what I'm working with. And, of course, it, it, it will go nowhere. I'm not naive at all this time i know that it's going to be absolute waste of fucking time but i'm still going to do it because it's the right thing to do um so we have to walk the, the micro tightrope within ourselves within our thoughts emotions intentions and then leading to behaviors and this is one of the things in our society so-called helpers need to do we need to think to ourselves hey you know what do we really want to solve this do we really want to solve these problems? Do we really want to solve the, the teen suicides? Okay, that's mainly what they're working on right now, teenage suicide. And that's a terrible fucking problem, man. It's awful. It's, it's really bad. I touched a little bit on that um, in a prior episode. Um, so, <clears throat> and, and our emotions, our emotions, our fears. You know, many times people might want to do something about a particular problem, say like the drug overdoses, but their emotions, they're fearful because it means they might have to change. So that, so they're fearful and, and their intentions may be to do something good, but then their behaviors <clears throat> don't align with that. And once again, we get what we put out and we have a bunch, you know, people, we have people out there saying, hey, we're trying to do something, but yet things just continue to get worse. And people can't even, people can't even observe that there's that disconnect. And let me just move my person here along the, the, the tightrope here. Let's go along. So this person just moved along the tightrope and they're moving into the red behaviors that initiate harm to other sentient beings. And this is where, this is where we, we, we may think, hey, I want to do something about this, but then our emotions, our fear put us into the red. Our fear put us into the red. They, they put us into either supporting initiation of violence to others or engaging in it or um, willfully uh, being apathetic and just laying back and, 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 and not saying anything about it. And the, the fear of, of, of having to change themselves, the fear of, of standing out, and the fear of losing friends, the fear of, of losing career opportunities, the fear, all those, all those micro fears that we, that we deal with on the tightrope. All, all, they keep us off the tightrope. This individual is off the tightrope. So let's see what this individual does next if they get back on the tightrope. Let's see. Okay, so this individual is now back on the tightrope because this individual, let's just, so to speak, say they, they want to do something about it. But once again, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to walk that micro tightrope. We have to, like, look, even if, even if some of these people are in, in our, this community meeting where, where I live, um, even if their intentions really, even if they're just there, hey, I'm just here because my boss wants me to be here, or I'm just here because uh, I, I'm trying to, you know, put something on my resume. You know what? 
that's not that's not optimum but we can still work with that as long as we're honest as long as we're honest about that as long as we're honest about that we can start getting somewhere and that that'll get us back on the tightrope and then that'll start getting us this this way let's let's see what this person does next supposed person okay that person's now moving into the right correct into behaviors that do not initiate harm to other sentient beings punishing people for, for crimes and, and holding people accountable for their actions and, and and getting through those fears those disconnections between thoughts and behaviors the, the inner the inner inner uh uh stitchal um 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 components to our psychological makeup the emotions and intentions okay yeah you're fearful but but you're getting out there and you're doing the right thing even though you're you're afraid i'm afraid too i'm more afraid really of just what could happen to my family members that they could be i, I mean you know like harassed and and have some duress engaged against them for the things i'm, I'm going to be doing and, and saying and stuff like that that's really that's one of my fears but i i have to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do I have to do the right thing and whatever the consequences let them be the consequences and believe me folks these people who control the world they know once again i invite anyone uh in the public schools part of the community meeting that i'm talking to to look into charlotte Iserbeet and how she was a former uh head so-called educator of the nation under ronald reagan and she blew the whistle on marxist ideologies being centrally handed down by a compartmentalization to our public schools and one of those uh tenants was breaking up the american family and folks these rulers they know how to do it they know how to break up the american family they know how to break up the family they know how to when someone's standing up and speaking out they know how to go after the family members because they know the family members will try to convince the person hey stop doing what you're doing because you're you're making things hard on us but you know what the person standing up for for what's right is not the one making things hard at least by doing the standing up for, for what's right that that in itself is not what's bringing the duress to the family members it's the scumbags and the people who comply with them at, and enforce their their dictates and also the people that are apathetic and stand back and do nothing are the ones that are really the primary causes of that these people are very clever very fucking clever and this is what we have to do to walk the micro tightrope i know i know we're afraid i know we don't want to change i know we don't want to feel that discomfort and maybe you don't have to completely maybe eventually we have to if we're going to get to where we're going to get to as far as like freedom the maintenance of our life support systems we're going to have to change we have to change we have to change ourselves but maybe at least in the interim in the beginning for a walking the tightrope solution we could just become conscious about what our true intentions really are and then our behaviors may lead us to at least let's check this out oh he went all the way my stick figure went all the way on the other side of the tightrope there he's in the wrong this person this person's in the wrong now back in the wrong so we may swing into the wrong okay we may swing into the wrong but we can get ourselves back let's see if let's see if our person goes back 
Okay, they're back on the tightrope. All right. When we at least get honest about what our, our intentions are and what we really want to do, we can work with that. We can work with that. Just do what you're comfortable with doing. At least it's fucking something. Once again, folks, the, the, this community group, are, 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 in my opinion, are they helping things? Well, just look at, just, just, once again, this all, I started trying to wake people up in 2014 about all these problems, especially the drug overdoses. And how's that looking? How's that looking? Uh, in 2014, everyone was all hyped up about this is a horrible pandemic. Oh my God, we got to do something about this. And here we are in 2021, 20, actually we were in 2023, but the 2021 statistics um, are uh, 100, up to uh, up to 107,000, uh, oh, well over 100% increase. And now people just aren't just, People are just kind of accepting it as, oh, well, I guess this is a part of life. No, it's not a part of life. It's not a part of life. It's part of death. That's what it is. It's part of the death of our fucking species, man. That's what it is. Okay? But even if we could just get honest, maybe we can figure out some things that we can do that we're most comfortable with and we can have the most benefit. Even if you're really not really interested in really helping, you're just trying to pad your resume or maybe your supervisor... Um, is busting your chops wanting you to do this or you know maybe some politician uh local politician got a bug up their ass and they want their employees to to go and attend these community meetings and hey you'll get a free meal out of it and 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 you know while they go out and play golf i mean the 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 the, the politician goes out and plays golf while the other people do the work and and get aggravated um even if that is even if that is the truth, let's just be honest about that, okay? Let's just be honest about that. And maybe we can walk this tightrope. Maybe we can walk this emotional tightrope inside of ourselves. Because it starts in ourselves. It starts in ourselves. Now, this, this starts in ourselves. I know I keep saying it, but my goodness, uh, uh, it's just the truth. And we can be honest, and maybe we can start getting some some constructive things done. Once again, not that these people in this community meeting where I live um, aren't doing con some constructive things. They're doing nice things. But once again, what are the results, folks? What are the results? 2014, I told people that the measures being enacted not only weren't going to help, but are part of the problem. And here we are once again. In 2014, and the problems get worse and, and more problems continue to mount. Look at the results. You got to look at the results. What are the results? Observe. And then look within yourself and walk that micro tightrope between your thoughts, emotions, intentions, and behaviors. Align your thoughts with your behaviors by working through your emotions and your intentions. Especially the emotions. The emotions are the big one, that fear. Fear is a killer. Fear, when we live in fear and, and we let that fear control us, we're gonna be enslaved and we're going to suffer. 
and these the drug overdoses the autistic the incredible rates of autism once again one in ten thousand in 1983 now one in 54 one in 52 independent research comes in even even somewhere even around i've heard one out of 25 i've heard even one out of like 15 one out of 10 in boys something crazy like that um and the veteran suicides veteran suicides 22 a day on average okay i mean these this is this is the signs of a dying society this is not the signs of a prosperous fucking society my goodness get our heads out of our asses man <clears throat> so we just we just got to be honest even if and you don't have to feel guilt and shame or anything like that i mean really we should feel some guilt and shame if our true intentions aren't to really to help but we gotta fucking start somewhere my god and, and oh let's just be honest we can walk that micro tightrope so that's going to be part of some of my work let's move on all right walk in the macro tightrope now i have a small little group of stick figures human like stick figures for those of you that are listening on the tightrope they're at the beginning of the tightrope and i'm i have a number one here this is i don't know why i put a number but this is a society of subjective morals there's only one but this is a society of subjective morals okay well i've been over what subjective morals create <clears throat> so let's so i got a group of them all standing all together all on the tightrope in the gray in between the right and the wrong <clears throat> my throat's pretty itchy today um so let's let's see what a society of subjective morals creates there you have it those of you can see that it's very spread out the people are much they they spread out uh, for those of you listening there's about two people in the right correct no one on the tightrope and everyone else there's a total of what's a 10 there's a total of 10 figures and two of them are in the right correct very beginning of the right correct and all the rest are all at least three in the raw in the beginning wrong correct on the other side of the tightrope there there's five people around the tightrope uh two on the right side and three on the wrong side and then it spreads out further into behaviors that initiate harm to other sentient beings um there's two people and then there's three people all the way on the outskirts of total slavery and folks we have we have ta we, we got a taste of that we got a taste of that here in america but even worldwide we, we've got a taste of that and we, we we have permanent wars we have prohibition rules we had health mandates and they're coming back don't worry and especially i mentioned in the last episode brazil fuck bag or uh um rulers and order followers and compliers in in brazil with those uh vaccine mandates fuck bags that they are um pushing pushing that shit on on the good people of brazil um 
and you got people you got you, you got people on the outskirts planetary homicide human extinction genocide we have all that folks we're, we're touching all that we're touching that yeah no we're not as bad as nazi germany and soviet russia but we're on that we're on that cusp we're on that cusp and let me get my you know, this is what you have. You have a very, very spread out, very, very wide and spread out society with people with all different subjective morals. And of course you have some people in the right correct because some sometimes our subjective morals do align with natural behavioral laws of objective morality and freedom. Sometimes we do align, we, we stumble and trip over our own idiocy and actually do align with objective morality but for the most part subjective morals will create violence and that violence and the fears all head us into the red wrong incorrect and even stretch us way out all the way to total slavery not even just the beginning wrong and correct like maybe just initiating harm to maybe not humans but animals and, and and stuff like that you know the beginnings of the wrong and correct or maybe just supporting some some wrong behaviors and stuff like that and stretching all the way out to supporting and participating and enforcing um prohibition rules and health mandates and and and, and engaging in permanent wars and and human extinction and, and all this shit <clears throat> shit is real bad Okay, so we're very, very spread out. We we want to we want to narrow that. So let's get my eraser, erase that. Okay, and let's move on to the next. Okay, we're walking. The, once again, I apologize. There's some pauses. I'm I'm moving a lot of frames here, and lots of times. I get a lot of blaring when I go from frame to frame, so I'm trying to just trying to trying to work on that, and, and uh, um, so there there may be some longer pausings. But um, so I, I'm sorry for those of you listening. Um, walking the macro tightrope, okay, continuing to walk the macro tightrope. Macro meaning out larger society. <clears throat> We're in larger society. We're in a group of people now, larger larger group. So. Once again, I have the number one. I don't know why there's only one. <laughs> there's only one number, but um, this is a society that begins to align their behaviors with an objective standard of morality, and this is what we have here. For those of you watching, can see you can see the difference between the subjectively moral society and now people who are working to align their behaviors with an objective standard of morality. You have a much tighter, tighter circle there. You have a much tighter. That's what we have to do. We, we, we have to stay tighter, at least for the beginning, in my opinion. We have to stay tighter around the tightrope because uh, for those of you listening, most people are centered around the tightrope. Once again, 10 stick figures. Uh, I got four people on the right side. Uh, two of them are right outside the tightrope uh, in the right correct, and uh, another two are further out beyond on the tightrope in behaviors that do not initiate harm to others, defending yourself, holding people accountable for all people accountable for behaviors, working to move out of the whole concept of legitimized violence. I got three people on uh, the bottom, middle, and top stage of the arrow on the tightrope. And I have three people 
on the red side wrong incorrect one person is in the minor incorrect and and two other people are a little bit more spread out from that in the behaviors that initiate harm to other sentient beings <clears throat> um and and th this is much more tightly concentrated much more tightly concentrated okay and you look at it as a group of individuals if you're watching here you you can look at this as a group of individuals actually doing once again all together within themselves doing the micro tightrope within themselves like say, take this one individual here that i'm underlining here in the beginning of the tightrope almost as if this person could be walking the tightrope themselves going into the right correct a little bit coming back giving into their fears going into the wrong incorrect then coming back onto the tightrope and balancing that then maybe going a little bit into the right correct maybe going more into the right correct and but then coming back to the lesser right correct and then going all the way over to the wrong correct but not too far if 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 we're beginning to align our behaviors with an objective standard of morality we're we're going to be much tighter more tighter concentrated on the tightrope than we will be if we're in a subjectively moral society and we're subjectively moral within ourselves so this is this is this is a good start here we want to be tighter we want to be we want to be around that tightrope so let's let's continue i think i'm going to talk about this a little bit more but i want to show you this this is what the rulers of the world want let's go to this okay the wef and their puppets want this and of course those of you watching i have a picture of the world economic forum main guys there that's klaus schwab and there's some uh uh wording under him that's him talking about how he wants brain chips in everybody's head and then of course there's yuval noah harari next to him um in, in a picture not next to him in the picture with klaus schwab but another picture of yuval noah harari for those of you listening and then underneath i have the puppets uh who are secret society members themselves but of course once again this is a whole compartmentalized chain and folks i want to uh, i want to let you know there's people above schwab and harari as well you got you got to know that you got to know that um you got to look into that um but of course i have the puppets uh joe biden donald trump there the the politicians and, and a lot of people don't want to deal with that especially with the donald trump folks they're they're donald trump's party establishment folks it's just the truth always was always will be i mean look i'll be honest was he was he an improvement to left sider rulers yes but folks he's a ruler nonetheless and is a pacifier so the wef and their puppets want this and let's show you what they want there and I got an arrow pointing to, for those of you listening, to total slavery. That's what the WEF and their puppets want. They want total slavery. And I have my, our whole group grouping, okay, um, over, far over on the tightrope into total slavery, okay? And that's what they want. They want us all very tightly together. They want us very tightly together and grouped in, in total slavery on the tightrope and what we need to do is we need to be hard we need to be grouped tightly together on the tightrope at least for starters okay we need to be tightly grouped together on the tightrope 
okay? And, and, and even eventually much further along the tightrope and tightly grouped. Once again, tight grouping is what we want, but we want that tight grouping on the tightrope or in the right, correct behaviors that do not initiate harm to other sentient beings. And once again, see the difference between the WEF and their puppets here is, is that they want us grouped together from a top-down compartmentalized perspective. Whereas what I'm proposing on the tightrope, aligning with natural behavioral laws, what I'm talking about here is, is us all grouped together acting as individuals and aligning our behaviors individually, everything starts in the individual and then goes out to the collective as a group, but a group of individuals, not a group of people in a group, in a group think mindset, in a collectivist mindset. <clears throat> the whole idea that rights are collective rights. No, once again, let me just say it this way. What's right for the collective is right for an individual and vice versa, okay, when it comes to objective morals, okay? Collectivism is the whole idea that rights don't rest in individuals, they rest in the collective, and that's not true, okay? Rights, all rights start in the individual and aggregate out to the collective. And all that is, all that I'm proposing is a group collective of individuals acting as individuals, not acting <clears throat> based on an, an authoritarian compartmentalized top-down structure, acting on their own conscience, but just happening to act together, which was what I've described what happened during 1776 in America, the Revolutionary War. So this is what the WF and their puppets want. They want us all grouped very tightly in total slavery. So balance is the key. We got to balance ourselves. And we got to stay tighter, but we got to stay tighter and balanced on the tightrope here. For those of you watching, I'll show you. Okay, whoops, I, all right, whoops, I went a little bit uh, out of line there. I went a little ahead of myself, but <clears throat> what I was trying to show people was we have to stay balanced on in the arrow representing the people. I had it on the tightrope in between the right, correct, and it was mostly, for those of you listening, bouncing in between the right and wrong, correct, which is what I've been saying, okay? I had the arrow bouncing between the right and wrong and correct, but now I went ahead a little bit in a slide, and now I got the arrow all the way out to total slavery, and this is what we're doing now. What we're doing now is we're going way far out into total slavery, going way far out into total slavery, and we got to get that back. And then what happens is, we swing way back in, even off the tightrope a little bit into the right correct, once again, in subjectively moral society. And then we swing far back again.
Once again, what I'm showing wild swings. I had the arrow in total slavery and then it swung back into a little bit into the right correct, just a little bit past the tightrope. Now it's swinging back deep into the red behaviors that initiate harm into total slavery. And these wild swings, we got to get away from these wild swings and we got to do this individually by aligning with objective morality, not by obeying the dictates of a ruling class. So balance is the key, okay? Balance is the key and we want to stay balanced and we want to stay around that tightrope, bouncing in between the right and wrong and correct, at least for starters, okay? Now, folks, I want to make this clear. Now the arrow is in the in the blue, behaviors that do not initiate harm to other sentient beings. And I want to, I'm going to bounce this arrow around in here because this is the ideal. But I want to be clear. This is not a utopia. Okay, folks, this is not a utopia. There's going to be violence. When we're bouncing around, when we're bouncing around in, in, in the blue, Sorry for the pauses, I'm just moving my arrow here. I'm bouncing around in the blue. Infinite awareness, right, correct. Behaviors that do not initiate harm to the sentient being. There will still be violence. There will still be violence. But the important thing, how we stay in the blue, how we stay in the right, correct, is we punish people. See, the red incorrect is not, is it, the, the blue is not the, the blue right correct is not the absence of violence. It's punishing people, correctly punishing people for violence, initiating violence, and correctly, and not legitimizing violence. See, the red is not just the red total slavery behaviors that initiate harm, wrong and correct, is not just just the the um the the presence of violence it's the presence of legitimized violence that gets us into total slavery it's not the absence of violence as far as in the blue this is not the absence of violence there still will be violence but we punish people that's how we stay in the blue this is not a utopia where all of us nobody initiate nobody there's no physical harm or anything like that I do think we can get there, but I'm not even going there. I mean, we're, forget about it. We're, we're, we're never, we're, I don't think we'll ever get there. I don't, I really don't think we're ever even going to get to where my arrow is bouncing, where it is bouncing right now in between infinite awareness and behaviors that do not initiate harm in the right, correct. I don't think we're even going to get there. In fact, I think more than likely by 2030 or 2040, by 20, I'm going to say 2040, I, I think I think this planet will be, uh, I don't, I think we'll be losing about three quarters of, of our population, if not the whole human population and all terrestrial species on this planet. It's just the truth, folks. But, but there will still be violence. It's just we're holding people accountable for it. In the red, in the blue, we're holding people accountable for it. In the red, we're not holding people accountable for it. And we're punishing people for doing things that do not initiate aggression. That's the red. The red is not punishing people for aggression and punishing people for, for not initiating aggression. Violently punishing people for not initiating aggression. The blue is 
not initiating aggression and when people initiate aggression we punish them so balance is the key and we we need to to, to group in together as individuals and balance within behaviors that do not initiate harm in the right correct So, sorry for that little pause there. Um, at the end, of, I'm not at the end of my slide. I'm at the end of my presentation. If anybody actually stayed this long, um, just want to say that um, that is it for Natural Law with Bill Hoy podcast. Once again, maybe in the future, if if I'm still here or we're all still here. Um, we are we meaning all humans and animals on this planet um if it, it, it maybe in, in six months to a year maybe i might start an interactive live <clears throat> show natural law with bill hoy but that's going to be it for natural law with bill hoy podcast uh i hope you have learned something to all of you around the world who want freedom i'm in solidarity with you Thank you, local and American listeners. I want to thank you guys, local and American listeners. I want to thank you listeners in Great Britain and Brazil. <clears throat> I want to thank you listeners in Great Britain and Brazil, man. I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. This isn't just about the U.S. This is about everybody. <clears throat> and thank you to all listeners around the world. I'm with you all, man. This is a worldwide thing. We all, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. And... You know, this is a heart, heartfelt moment. This is a longer episode because this is it. And 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 I just I've been going through a lot of emotions lately because I really this this has been almost three years me doing this podcast and and uh, I hope I've helped people and I hope I've gotten some people out looking into the information and wanting to start doing this stuff themselves. But my work's not done, not even near. I got tons of work. To do, I got more work than I know what to do with, both in my own life, personally, working on my house and stuff like that, plus working on in my local community and working on trying to get information out to the masses. I got so much work. It's really just, I just can't do anything on a, on a regular basis. Um, <clears throat> it's 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 very difficult and. You know, this, this is a sad moment for me, man. I, 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 to all of you, listeners, watchers, um, you know, I, I, I'm in solidarity with you, man. And I just want you to know that I tried my, I'm trying my best, and I need you all to try your best, too. This, this takes all of us. We're not, we're not going to get to freedom by some savior coming to save us and no one's coming to save us folks we have to save ourselves we are who we've been waiting for and just i do this out of love and for all of you who do not initiate harm to others i love you for those of you who initiate harm to others fuck you okay and support the initiation harm fuck you Especially willfully, okay? I mean, unfortunately, once again, I, I've been through this so many times. We all support 
the initiation of harm to other sentient beings in some ways and almost everything. You can't even be alive in a society and not be a part of it in some way. But I'm talking about people who initiate harm to others themselves and people who willfully support that, like enthusiastically and willfully support that. You can go fuck yourself. But for those people who, who want to start moving away from the initiation of harm, I'm, I'm with you and I love you. And I do this for you. And I also do this to even, even to people who are, most people in, in this world are good intention people and I'm trying to reach you and, and I'm, and I'm trying to get you to start seeing the amount of violence you're supporting and, and start moving away from that. And so I'm just going to end it with this. That That's going to be it. Best of luck to you, everybody. Thank you.